kids, welcome back. I hope you're doing well today. Hey, do you know where New Delhi is? It's the capital city of India, and the eggs are landing there now. Let's see what's happening. Fasten your seatbelts, everyone. The pilot's voice crackled over the speaker. We'll be landing in New Delhi shortly. The temperature is 73 degrees with lots of sunshine. Shelly popped her head out into the aisle of the plane and addressed the group with some facts. New Delhi is the capital of India. It is situated on the Yamuna River. One of the main languages of India is Hindi. It is a very beautiful country with lots and lots of people. Over one billion, in fact. One billion? How many zeros is that, inquired Reggie. Nine, quickly replied Sigourney. Shelley looked at Sigourney and said, that was impressive. I'm glad to see Miss Poach's lessons are making an impact. She turned to Miss Poach and they exchanged a high five. The plane landed and the group gathered together with their luggage and awaited Shelley's instructions. We will be staying in a hotel not far from here. My friend Rashi and her family own it. Let's grab a minibus. She's expecting us. When the group arrived at the hotel, Rashi, a young Indian girl, came out to greet them. Shelly, namaste. Rashi pressed her palms together and gave a slight bow. Namaste, Shelly returned the gesture. Rashi, I would like you to meet my friends. Shelly introduced everyone. Namaste, Rashi gestured and bowed to the group. Okay, if I hear that one more time, I'm going to explode. Can someone please tell me what that means? Benedict's rude tone upset Shelly. Benedict, I thought our talk in Japan took care of your impolite behavior. She flashed him an intense stare. Rashi laughed. You are funny, Benedict. Look, I will teach you. She walked over to him and put his palms together. Now bow slightly and say, Namaste. That is how we greet one another. It means, I honor you. Benedict bowed to Rashi. Namaste, he said slowly. I understand now. Thanks, Rashi. I'm so happy you are here in my family's hotel. This is a very special time for us. My sister Bonnie is getting married next week. We hope you will join us at the wedding as our guests. We have prepared a suite of rooms for you. Come, I will show you. Rashi escorted the group to their rooms. Everyone unpacked and rested for a while. Meg stared at the beautiful turquoise and yellow design ceiling as she was resting on her bed. Everything here is so detailed and colorful, she remarked. There's so much to look at. Sigourney replied, I know. Look at these lamps over here. I love the sparkling jewels on the shades. They're gorgeous. I'm so excited to be here. I'll tell you one thing I'm excited about, Sigourney. It's the wedding Rashi was talking about. I bet it will be so romantic. Meg drew a heart in the air with her fingers. The girls giggled and then fell asleep for a few hours. Later that afternoon, Shelly rounded up the group to feast on some Indian food. As everyone took their seats in the restaurant, Rashi was explaining some of the dishes on the menu. I recommend tandoori chicken. It is made with yogurt and vegetables. Or you can try this combination platter with rice, vegetables, and fish. It's so good. After a delicious meal and a short rest, Rashi addressed them. I would like to give you a short lesson on a few phrases in Hindi. We already know what namaste means. She turned and smiled at Benedict. But here are a few other words. Shukriya means thank you. And elvida means goodbye. 
These might come in handy while you are visiting here. Well, shukriya, Rashi. We appreciate the lesson, said Miss Poach. We should all get some sleep now, suggested Rashi. Tomorrow we have a busy day at the Taj Mahal. I heard about the Taj Mahal, replied Gregory as he scratched his head. It's the seventh wonder of the modern world. Wonder? What are you wondering about, Gregory? All I'm wondering about is when I can get to sleep. I'm exhausted. Benedict blurted out. He immediately felt Shelley's sharp glare upon him and tried to correct himself. I mean, I mean, yeah, let's go to the Tol Majah. I mean, Taj Mahal. Shelley quickly popped up from her seat. That's it. Let's go, Benedict. She escorted him to his room. Think before you speak. I don't want to have this conversation with you again. I'm sorry, Shelley. I'm so tired. I didn't get much rest this afternoon. Benedict entered his room, climbed into bed, and immediately fell asleep. After the next morning's schoolwork, everyone boarded the bus for the three-hour ride to Agra, where the Taj Mahal is located. As they neared the magnificent structure, Shelley stood up in the front of the bus and began to educate the group. The Taj Mahal is a very, very, very large white marble mausoleum. A mausoleum is a tomb. An emperor had it built as a tribute to the memory of his beloved wife. It is a miraculous work of art that took 22 years to build. It was finally finished in 1653. It's breathtaking. They finally arrived at the awesome site. Everyone was speechless for quite some time. They joined a tour and began to walk toward the massive structure. They walked alongside a lengthy reflecting pool that led up to the Taj Mahal. I feel like jumping in, said Benedict. Rashi cautioned the group as she looked at Benedict. Please be respectful and keep your voices low as we near the Taj Mahal. It is a place of great dignity. Before they entered the structure, the group was given shoe covers. Please put these on, instructed Rashi. You must cover your shoes before entering. Rashi, what are those tall, narrow towers surrounding the Taj Mahal, asked Gregory. Those are called minarets. They are 130 feet tall. They're beautiful, said Gregory as he gazed at them. This place looks like a huge castle, something you would see in a movie. And the dome on top of the Taj Mahal, it's amazing, observed Reggie. It's huge. Sometimes it's called an onion dome because its shape resembles an onion, commented Shelley. Yes, that's right, but wait until you get inside. More beauty awaits. Rashi and the group entered the snow-white structure. The enormous windows were breathtaking. Wow, this is amazing, remarked Sigourney. I have never seen windows that big. I can't even reach the bottom of them. Sigourney, look at the walls. More beautiful colors are etched onto them. Yellows, reds, blues. I just can't believe my eyes, said Meg, as she flipped her ponytail several times. I know we are not allowed to take pictures in here, so I will try to keep this vision in my mind forever. Meg was respectful as she viewed the intricate detail of the grand structure. The entire group remained in awe throughout the day as they toured the Taj Mahal. When the sun went down, it was time to head back to the hotel. The group boarded the bus. It was a silent ride back as everyone reflected on what they had experienced. I feel peaceful, said Miss Poach. I know I experienced something very special today. Me too, replied Coach Flo. It was an honor to visit the Taj Mahal. 
The eggs also express their fascination and amazement. The tour guide said it is considered the jewel of India, said Meg. I can sure see why. It is a beautiful jewel. Benedict, what do you think? You're awfully quiet, said Sigourney. Benedict turned and looked at his friends. Believe it or not, I'm speechless. I've never seen anything like it. He turned back and looked out the window as he pondered the beautiful structure all the way back to the hotel. Shelly overheard him and smiled to herself. The following week was filled with preparation for Rashi's sister's wedding. Everyone met Bonnie and told her how excited they were for the upcoming ceremony and celebration. One morning, the girls were treated to a Mendy party, where Rashi explained what it was as she showed Meg and Sigourney a table filled with what they thought was paint. This is not paint. It is henna, Rashi explained. It is a type of dye from a henna plant. It's used to decorate our hands before Bonnie's wedding. It is thought to bring love, good fortune, and protection to the couple. So cool, the girls exclaimed. Ooh, our hands are going to look fancy, said Miss Poach. Just make sure you let it dry for a few hours, cautioned Rashi. After the Mendy party, Meg and Sigourney decided to explore the hotel while their hands were drying. They came upon a beautifully decorated door and peeked inside to find an array of jeweled and colorful dresses. Look, Sigourney, it must be the dresses for the wedding party. Let's see if we can find Bonnie's wedding dress. Sigourney was hesitant, but the girls entered the room. They saw a white piece of cloth and picked it up in excitement, thinking it was the wedding dress. Meg forgot about her wet hands and some dye got onto the dress. Oh no, Meg, you ruined Bonnie's wedding dress. I knew we shouldn't have come in here. We need to go tell Rashi right away. The girls found Rashi and were crying as they told her what they did. Wait, did you say a white cloth? asked Rashi. That's not the wedding dress. Brides wear red in India. That is our tradition. It is a sign of life and respect. You did not ruin anything. That white cloth was just a covering for another dress to keep it clean. We call the dress a sari. Do not worry, okay? The girls breathed a sigh of relief. I'm so relieved I didn't ruin her sari, said Meg. Me too, said Sigourney. It's going to be a wonderful wedding. Now let's relax and let our hands dry. Finally, the day of the wedding celebration arrived. There were many guests in place and happy music was playing. The group was seated all together as they watched the lovely ceremony. At one point in the ceremony, a ritual fire was lit for the bride and groom. Benedict noticed the fire, began to panic and shouted, Look over there! A fire! 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 He began to get up and started to run out of the room, but Shelley grabbed him and sat him back down. Benedict! Shh! This fire is very safe. It is built for the bride and groom to walk around. Look, they are walking around it now. They are saying their vows to each other. This is a very important part of the ceremony, she said as she whispered her explanation. Oh, I'm sorry, Shelly. I didn't know. It's okay. You're learning. The rest of the evening was filled with plenty of song and dance and delicious food. The group was exhausted by the end of the night and headed back to their rooms for some much-needed sleep. The next morning, Coach Flo addressed the group. I talked to somebody at the wedding last night, and they arranged a cricket game for us. Is she for real? I'm not watching people hit a ball through a little metal hoop all afternoon, complained Benedict. 
Coach Flo heard Benedict's remark. Benedict, I said cricket, not croquet. Oh, sorry, Coach. What's cricket? Cricket is the most popular sport in India. It's played with a bat and a ball on a very large field. There are 11 players on each team. The object of the game is to score more runs than the opponent. It sounds a lot like baseball, said Reggie. Not quite, but it does require great skill to play like baseball. I think you'll enjoy it, said Coach Flo. And she was right. The one-day cricket match was enjoyed by the entire group. By the end of the match, they had learned most of the rules and cheered enthusiastically for the teams. That was really cool, said Gregory. Why is it just a one-day match, Coach Flo? Well, some games last three to five days, she replied, but we don't have enough time for that. It's almost time for us to leave here. Not before we see one last thing, said Shelley. Rashi and I have cooked up something very special. The egg's interest was stirred. What is it, Shelley? Tell us, demanded Benedict. You'll see in a few days, she teased. For now, let's get back to the hotel and rest up. That cricket match made me tired. She leaned back into her seat on the bus and closed her eyes. Over the next few days, the eggs continued to be curious about the event Shelly and Rashi had planned. Finally, Rashi was ready to explain. The eggs listened with excitement and anticipation. Well, everyone, guess what? We are going to see some real live tigers. India is known for these beautiful animals, and I want to make sure you see them before you leave. Tigers? Whoa! Real live tigers? exclaimed Reggie. That's my favorite animal. Gregory flashed him a look. What? I thought zebras and sea turtles were your favorites. Reggie blushed as he adjusted his glasses. Well, uh, yes, that's right, Gregory. Zebras, sea turtles, and tigers. Miss Poach had a concern. Rashi, will we be safe? I was attacked by an animal when we were in Zambia. Miss Poach, you were not attacked by an animal. It was a vine, remember? Laughed Coach Flo. Everyone chuckled. Don't worry, Miss Poach. These tigers are on a reserve and it will be quite safe, assured Rashi. I'm excited for you to see them. After their morning studies, the group boarded a bus to the reserve and enjoyed the lovely day. Their tour guide was very knowledgeable about the reserve and made sure to drive the jeep around the best areas to make sure they could spot a tiger. Shelley also added some facts. Did you know that the tiger is the largest species of the cat family? They have thick orange coats with white bellies. And you certainly know about the stripes on their bodies. Such beautiful animals. Shelley, what do tigers like to eat? Nervously asked Miss Poach. Shelley leaned her face into Miss Poach's, raised her voice and replied, they like to eat you! Shelley couldn't resist the playful remark. Miss Poach jumped. Shelley, that wasn't funny. But everyone else thought it was and had a good laugh. <laughs> the jeep braked to a slow roll. Look over there, whispered the tour guide. Behind the bush was a magnificent, gorgeous tiger fast asleep. As the jeep passed by, the tiger rustled and lifted its head. Did you see, Gregory? Did you see? Reggie was insistent as he tapped Gregory's shoulder. That tiger looked right at me. Gregory knew how excited his friend was. He smiled warmly as he replied. Yes, he did, Reggie. He sure did. Reggie snapped a picture and the group continued on with the tour. The day arrived for them to say goodbye to India. The eggs felt sad about leaving the beautiful sights of the country, but at the same time, they were eager to see where they would go next. I'm going to send Peggy a postcard with a tiger on it, said Reggie. I want to tell her about everything we saw here. Rashi, may we have your address so we can write to you, asked Sigourney. 
Of course, I will be glad to keep in touch, she replied. Rashi said goodbye to the group. Alvida, goodbye. Shukriya, thank you, Rashi, for everything. Shelly gave her a hug. Once everyone had boarded the plane and were settled in, Miss Poach reached for her purse. The eggs knew what she was getting. They leaned forward in their seats as she handed each one of them their envelope. Remember, on the count of three. One, two, three. Meg was first this time. Egypt! Wow! Oh, camels are my favorite animal, shouted Reggie. Gregory looked at Reggie, shook his head and sighed as the others chuckled and settled in for a long plane ride. Reggie's dad looked at Miss Poach and said, I was in Egypt once. I took a ride on a camel and had quite an experience. The camel burped up a huge amount of slime. Then he shook his head and it went all over the place. And it smelled bad too. He began to laugh when he saw the look on Miss Poach's face. Well, that sounds absolutely gross, she replied as she shuddered in her seat with disgust. Oh my gosh, were you as surprised as I was when Benedict was speechless after visiting the Taj Mahal? He usually always has something to say, but he was mesmerized. The eggs learned so much in India. Here are some more things you can do to learn. We saw bowing as a sign of respect, not only in Japan, but in India as well. Search other countries that consider bowing a sign of respect. Look up more words and phrases in Hindi. Can you count to 10? Or how do you say good morning or my name is? Since the Taj Mahal is considered one of the wonders of the modern world, research and find out what else in the world is considered a wonder and why. We saw the bride in India wears red. Look up other interesting Indian wedding rituals and their meanings. Do you remember what it means when the bride and groom walk around the fire? Have a Mendy hand painting party. Instead of using real dye, use a safe, non-toxic washable paint and create designs on your hands. You can even paint each other's hands. And check the internet for design examples. Cricket is played with a bat and a ball. Find other aspects of the game that are in common with American baseball. The Bengal tiger is India's national animal. What is the national animal in your country? I sure hope you enjoyed beautiful India We'll talk next month. I sure hope Miss Poach doesn't get slimed in Egypt. We'll see. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being a good egg.